congratulations that to SAG AFTRA after 118 days, they finally got their Finally, contract. after. Good God. When did this whole thing start? I can't even remember how long ago it was when this first started going on. SAG AFTRA specifically went on strike in July after Good God. Uh, the Writers Guild had already been on strike. Nice. So that was their hot girl summer. Don't forget everyone to keep up with the other strikes because there is still going on in the world. There is, there, there is so much going on. Yep, these strikes are a huge win for labor. Oh, absolutely. And I, I am so excited to see how things uh, go. And best of luck to Ayatsi with their contract negotiations next year. Oh boy. Let's hope they don't have to do this same. <laughs> Let's see if the studios learned their lesson. Did you learn your lessons? Did, Did you? you? <laughs> Did you? Did you learn? On a more serious note, uh, our hearts uh, go out to the people of Palestine. For those that in unaffected areas, we have links that to resources that for education and donation in the show notes below. Yeah. And that don't forget, call your representatives. Call your senators. Especially the senators. Good God. Especially a uh, good way if you're having trouble getting through on your phones, uh, that I would like to remind y'all is that you can in fact fax your representatives. Write letters. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, faxes. You can still fax them. It's just a little food for thought. I can't remember a, a single time I've used a fax machine. And yeah. I'm kind of old. Maybe I should learn how. Uh, you can go to your local library, use a fax there. Always yep. go to your local library. I also learned recently, you can send a fax from your phone. Really? Hmm. And with all of this, I would like to welcome you all back to You Got to Know. Oh, bro. I, I don't think you need to know about this show. Yeah, like... We finally get to see Caesar get stabbed, though. <laughs> finally. finally gets stabbed and we don't have to deal with him anymore. Long story short, Brutus realizes that Caesar's really lost it and the item march happens. He finally gets stabbed. <laughs> you too, Brutus. Oh my god. That little Listen, that made Carl that Urban. scene. Carl Urban. Welcome back to You Got to Know. I'm Bo. I'm Rat. And yeah, it's, it's, it's curtains for Caesar. Deserved. Very, that, very deserved. That actually was like, 
one of the few moments in this season where it just went, oh, yeah. because that was a good scene. Yeah. That was a good scene. We, but the rest of it was yeah. mid. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because, listen, we just... There is so much to unpack in this season. And, like, this is when I just have to say, like, blanket for this season. Like, we're just two white people. We don't know enough about the subject matter (laughs) to be able to gauge how racist it is, but it definitely feels racist to us. Yeah. I don't know enough about Hinduism to speak on this season. Yeah. But, like... One of the episodes had a disclaimer that they had taken creative liberties. With both the gods and the timeline of, like, Indian and Hindu history. And at the end there was a little PSA with the (laughs) actors talking about how Hinduism is a beautiful religion and don't hate. Because there's a... Listen, if you were aware in the 90s i think you might remember the like huge india boom with yoga becoming so popular and there were a lot of people wearing bindis everywhere gwen stefani wearing a bindi yeah on mtv um it was and all that because like the attitude was very much what's you Yours is mine. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is how we've ended up in this weird era of like yoga is just good stretching, and mm-hmm. chakras are just uh, and karma are just these generally yeah vaguely understood things. But it's like that's not how it works, though. Yeah. Anyways, that's. <laughs> That's be said, like, we're gonna get to that. We'll but, get to that. There's, like, but, oh three dear. or four episodes yeah, of that no, arc. It's, it's a whole arc. Like, what so many privileged uh, white women in the 90s, Gabby decides she wants to go to India to find herself and oh, go on yeah. a spiritual journey. Which leads to the weirdest thing that we'll get to when we talk about Eli. Yeah. Let's just start from the top. Yeah. In a spiral from losing Gabby, Xena confronts her past with another Amazon tribe to find her old friend. It culminates in a battle between her and an old enemy. Oh, yes. This is a really weird way to open the season. Yeah, it starts out with the, like, (laughs) I don't know enough to, like, say how racially insensitive this is, but it it feels like there's a lot going on. It is the weirdest like uh, it it it's like vaguely american indigenous yeah. looking but also like all of this was happening in new zealand and throughout the show you can see random little bits where it's like oh that's like an appropriation yeah. of that thing from that's an appropriation of that culture the, mixed in with a bunch of appropriations yeah. from that one and that one and that one and over this there. one is like, where it gets really weird. Xena's going feral? Xena is, like, actually losing um, all domestication. Yeah, and it's to tap back into something she learned from a sorceress, uh, Alti, yeah. who she knew when she was uh, a warlord, specifically mm-hmm. when she got pregnant with her old ally, Boreas. Mm-hmm. And Alti teaches her these spiritual powers and 
uh, specifically how to go to the afterlife. Alti the Amazonian a, afterlife. Yeah. Alti is a very stereotypical evil shamaness. Mm. Yeah. And like, like, if you imagine <laughs> that stereotype, yeah. but she's been chain-smoking for the past 30 years, that's she, she, Alti. She's an evil cigarette mom. She really is. The voice yeah. she does is like, dang. She would be... An iconic it's like Power she, Ranger villain. She doesn't use mouthwash. <clears throat> she uses literal gravel, like, from the road. I do love the transition into the astral world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, oh, like, so super speed CGI oh, leap God. out of their bodies. They blew Skidoo out of their bodies into the astral realm. It's a visual. It really is. It's a visual. It's even more of a visual when you watch it sped up like we do. Oh, yeah. Because we were shotgunning this season. (laughs) We we watch everything at this point at 1.2 speed. With Xena, it actually looks normal when it's sped up. But these scenes did not look normal. No. They they were fun, though. (laughs) They were fun. And what's funny is when you watch them at normal speed, it's still weird and s***ed up. Yeah, but (laughs) at like 1.2, like, Mm -hmm. she's... Zoom in. Yeah. But one thing that I do appreciate with them when they're like astral projecting into the Amazonian afterlife mm-hmm. is that Xena can feel everything that happens to her body. Mm-hmm. So like there's points where she's getting that like beat the f up and she feels it all. And that's also Alti's power is that she uses your past battles against you. Your memories of being beat up beat you up again. Literally. Like, they show flashback clips of her being hit in the past, and Mm -hmm. then she, like, acts out the being hit again. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of funny. And yeah, there's this whole thing with another Amazonian tribe, and we learn more about, like, Xena's past with the Amazons and how she wiped out one of the tribes of the Amazons yeah. when she was evil and with Alti. A lot of bodies, like, in trees. Yes, impaled in trees. Impaled in trees. Like, onto the branches, mm-hmm. too. There's a lot of a lot of tree skeletons this episode. Yeah. And the whole conflict is that, you know... Xena's looking for Gabrielle in the Amazonian afterlife because she's not with Hades. And she enlists uh, one of the more distant tribes of the Amazons to help her in the afterlife to defeat Alti. Mm-hmm. I think the funniest thing, though, is the fact that she says, it's a toughie. <laughs> yeah, that totally caught us off guard. <laughs> And she was right. It was a toughie, there's, but there's like just little moments like that where like what is what? Oh right, that's what year this was made in. <laughs> oh my god. The effects budget went up this season though. Oh yeah, there was a lot of really silly mm-hmm. CGI. But like somehow like the effects budget went up and yet the centaurs got worse. Oh yeah. There are so many goofy stunts. There really are. And it makes me so happy. It's like why physics when you're Lucy Lawless. Yeah. Like, it's she's, like that she's episode, a demigod. It's like that episode of The Simpsons mm-hmm. where, I think it was Lisa, is just like, I didn't know Xena could fly, and Lucy Lawless is yeah. just like, no, I can just do that. Because I would believe that. She just that. can. It's no just, shock. 
She can do whatever she wants. She can do whatever she wants. If she wants to fly, then, like, (laughs) okay, go ahead, Lucy. The sky is yours. And, boy, the sky was definitely hers in a lot of these fight scenes. Oh, my God. So much stuff. It was silly stuff. theirs at the end. Oh, yeah. Anyways. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, Gabby, they end up defeating Alti, but Gabby's not in the Amazonian afterlife. Yeah. She's not there. Uh, you know where she is? Her village. Yep. <laughs> she just packed up and went she, home. She's, she's just there. She's uh, just like, I've been through so many traumas. Yeah. I'm going home. Yeah. And she does. Um... But things are a little weird. Things are a little weird. She, what does she do? She kisses Joxer? Yeah, she kissed Joxer. She gives him a hello kiss. Yes. And, and that was when we started. Yeah, something's off. We, we became like that math lady image. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's bisexual, by the way. Yeah. But yeah, and so. I mean, they did make it obvious. Yeah. They really did. Oh, yeah. It's pretty obvious. Like, they end up, what, going back home, and yeah. Gabby's parents are not happy with Xena being there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it goes about as well as any queer person taking their girlfriend home for the first time. Yeah, that's you know? definitely what it feels like. Um, Except, like, they make it really obvious that yeah. it's not actually Gabby. Yeah, especially because there's murders going around. There are murders. The first... Like, human murder, though, happens when Xena and them all get there, and Gabby's being, like, weird about it. Yeah, like, we, it could have been dismissed as bad acting. We thought this was gonna be a werewolf episode with yeah. how it started out, because, like, completely forgot to mention that this oh, episode yeah. starts out with a moonlit murder in the yeah. forest that doesn't show the creature, Yep, but it's definitely a creature, and it's definitely a full moon, mm-hmm. so it's like, oh, it's gonna be werewolves. Yeah. No. It wasn't werewolves. It was the Destroyer, which is the child of Hope and Ares, the grandchild of Dayhawk, and it's this nasty-looking mother... It looks like a chupacabra, but, like, really big. Like, they aren't supposed to be big, but it looks like how people draw chupacabra Mm -hmm. when they, like, lean into, like, the alien Mm -hmm. theory part of it. It looks exactly like a bunch of... Chupacabra drawings I saw yeah. as a kid. Mm-hmm. Which were probably made around this era, too. Yeah. But real Gabby ends up turning up, and uh, she And helps. is acting... Yeah. It's acting she, normal. Yeah, she is thoroughly traumatized, and they end up working together to end up faking out the Destroyer into accidentally killing Hope, and they die together. And it's over except why is it over i feel like dayhawk could just do this all again if he yeah wanted. it doesn't feel like it's over but yeah. they don't that they, they mention gabby's trauma yeah. later in the season but, but hope never yeah. shows back up yeah there there is no concern that dayhawk is it, going to try this again which like well, like is there <laughs> even any mention of dayhawk again for the rest no. of the season they just forgot about yeah. him it's like oh he's it's down like, there out of sight out of mind right like, i appreciate the confidence and the, the fact that they're just like nope this is just done but like you could have they straight you up done this differently you could have just let hope be dead they straight up just got so hype about the hinduism yeah. arc that they forgot about the dayhawk arc yeah that's literally what I, it is there's so much because like <sighs> literally they could have just let hope 
be dead and just not mention Dayhawk or any of it again. They didn't have to bring that back up and just focus on Gabby coming back. Yeah, like, they didn't need to bring this into this yeah, season. They could have left it at us. the end of last one. Like, yeah. we know what happened. Don't remind us. Leave this back in season four where it belongs. Yep. Zara returns as Gabby and Xena must write a town that has banned dancing in the name of, you know... Calliope. Yeah. The Muse. The Muse. It's just Footloose. It is just Footloose, which I have never seen, but yeah. now I feel like I've just seen Footloose because it's just... I I do not doubt that this is literally just a yeah. reskinned Footloose. Yeah, and Zara is... Uh, I believe we mentioned her last season. She's she was, like this miscreant that they took under their wing. She was the wing. troubled kid that yeah. looked up to Xena because she wanted rese- redemption. Yeah. And uh, she ended up in this town, and she's part of, like, a secret dance ring. They get busted. She is almost executed. Yeah. And Xena's just like, okay, no, we're gonna just leave until she hears what's going on. Yeah, and then she's just like, mm, nah. Yeah. If we, we promise she'll be good, will you let her come back? And they're like, yeah, okay, she can be redeemed, I guess. Yeah. I guess she and can be then- redeemed. Bruce Campbell jump scare. Yeah, Bruce Campbell jump scare. He's <laughs> he comes, here again. Yeah. Oh my god. Woo! This whole episode okay. had so many jump scares. Yeah. So. Fundy jump scare. <laughs> so, Bruce Campbell um, essentially pretends to be. <laughs> he pretends to be the Redeemer, as the, yeah. he's titled. And he is just playing a televangelist. He literally is. Like, like he's just a televangelist in a slightly different, like, all-black outfit. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, this just gave me flashbacks to sitting in my great-grandparents' living room. Because that was, like, their favorite thing to watch. They loved their televangelists. Yeah. Bruce Campbell is a little too good at this. I didn't even have any of that lore in my past, and it made me, like, viscerally uncomfortable listening to this guy. He was just too good at it. Yeah. Makes me wonder what lore is in his past (laughs) that makes him so good at it, because, like, there's some lore there. I can feel it. like, so good at it. He gets it so right. Yeah. Like, there's there's the little... Oh, it's uncomfortable. He, like, channeled way too hard yeah oh god yeah and so eventually some of the kids decide that like they're gonna run away despite the Mm -hmm. fact that the adults are doing all of this and Zena actually has a really good message when it comes to like running away to these kind of political Mm -hmm. situations because this is all being enforced by what did they call him what's his title i don't know he's not a mayor like a magistrate or something like that yeah something like that i don't know and there's, like, an election coming up. Yeah. He keeps saying voters yeah. by accident and then yeah. redacting it. And then being like, no, community, the people. The um, people. You're not just numbers to me, I promise. Yeah. And so Xena ends up having this message that, like, really kind of resonates when it comes to running away, which is that, like, the people you love are left to that hanging and there's no one left to help if, what, you're just gonna run away the first chance you get. Mm-hmm. Every time that dude says something, it's <laughs> the worst. He's the CEO of Cringe. Like, constantly, like, it's unpopular with the voters. I'm sorry, community. Yeah. No. <laughs> icky, icky, gross, gross, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Abrielle is seduced away from Xena by a woman claiming to follow the guidance of the djinn in a crusade for good. Oh, yeah. I don't like the use of, like, seduced away here, because yeah. she really wasn't. She is just a kindred spirit that Gabby yeah. got along with. She was not seduced. She's just like, hey, we're both following a similar path. I like mm-hmm. the cut of your jib. Najira, I think that's her name. Is it for... It's, uh... Najara? Yeah. It's, yeah. uh... N- 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 Najara. Yeah. So, Najara follows the word of the djinn as she calls these voices that she hears and in following this like she leads a campaign of peace she and she speaks yeah. a lot about peace so yes. much about peace and she ends up yeah getting in with gabby but Zena's not convinced yeah no shock because she finds out that najara only gives these uh, bad people that she is taking down three days to decide if they're going to join her cause. Three days to convert, yeah. and if they don't... She kills them. She she kills them, just outright. And if she doesn't consider your conversion sincere, she kills them. Yeah. Which, like a little unhinged, mm-hmm. we stand an absolutely unhinged queen. Yeah. Uh, so what ends up happening is Xena does get through to Gabby, uh, and they come up with a plan. And I love this plan because we get to see the trap, but we also get to see after that Najara's point of view, where it looks like Xena has tied Gabby up to hang over a chasm, mm-hmm. but she's got her feet on a stone bridge that's just a little bit yeah. lower than the lip. So she's not in any danger. She's not in any danger. She's on a bridge pretending to be tied up. Yeah. Like, this whole time as she is quote-unquote seducing (laughs) our friend who likes peace and love and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. she's also, like, I don't remember if she was trying to convince Gabby that Xena was evil and wicked, but she was definitely leaning into that when she was talking yeah. to Xena one-on-one. Oh, yeah. Because, did we mention the, the, um, the, the vision? Oh, the, no! We did not mention the vision. Xena gets a vision of her and Gabby getting crucified on a mountain. Mm-hmm. She gets is, that vision with Alti. With Alti. And she's a little messed up about it. She tells Najara, and Najara uses that the whole time to convince Zena Mm -hmm. that, oh, you only exist to hurt Gabby. That's your job, not mine, and all that stuff. And it's just real, like, you have so many issues, and you're taking it out on Zena. And this scene where they lure her into a trap, Mm -hmm. Zena is playing into that to convince Najara that she was right Mm -hmm. and that Gabby is in danger to get her into the situation. Yep. It's like a very, it's good. Yeah. It's good. And in the end, of course, Najara is defeated and she's taken to jail with her men. Arrested for literal murder crimes. Yep. The trio come upon Aphrodite with a runaway princess. As they take her home, they entertain her with the story of Cinderella. Oh, yeah, they don't this, call her Cinderella. They I don't call, what they call her Cinderella. Her. It's like Tyrella or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Something that ends with Ella. Yeah. But also, like, this little girl is so stinking cute, oh but God, the voice yeah. that they dubbed over her is literally just a pitched-up adult voice actor. It's and It's so weird. It's so icky. Yeah. 
Like, man, <laughs> what can they have just used, like, another little kid if they yeah. had to dub over her? But no, they just spit, the, they just sped pitched up a regular adult. They mm-hmm. chipmunkified adult voice mm-hmm. clips, and it's just so, ew, it just made my skin crawl yeah. the moment I heard her start talking. She has the ugliest wig on, too. She, Poor thing. She has the same kind of wig as, like, Aphrodite, mm-hmm. but with a lower budget, and yep. It's yeah. like an adult-sized wig on a little girl. Yeah. It yeah. looks so stupid on her, this poor, mm-hmm. poor child. But basically, this little, like, six, seven-year-old girl yeah. ran away from home because uh, her dad got remarried. She doesn't like her stepmother, so she went to go find her fairy godmother, like, in the fairy tales, and went to Aphrodite. But she hates it! <laughs> she hates Aphrodite. She yeah. calls Aphrodite her evil fairy godmother yeah. when Xena finds them. Yeah. So, of course, they end up taking her and they're going to take her home. And they start each taking turns to tell her the story of Tyrella. It starts out with Gabby. Yeah. And then Joxer takes over after Gabby at some point and does what Joxer does best. Yep. Puts some fat titties in Mm -hmm. this story. Yep. Oh, Aphrodite uh, tries to take a turn because uh, she ends up really missing the little tyke and wanting her red to be around so she does try to get <laughs> she her tries to get and she fails back. she fails so hard this child is like like this is like a six or seven year yeah. old child yeah. but she is like at least like 11 or 10 years old like intellectually the way this yeah. kid talks it's really maybe that's why they dubbed over the voice like yeah. it it synced up with the way, like, mm-hmm. her mouth was moving. Yeah. I didn't notice any points where the voice acting was unsynced from mm-hmm. the kid's, like, lips. Yeah. I don't know. But this whole episode ends up being predicated on, like, two things, which is the man in dress funny and uh, Cinderella waited for a man to fix her problems. Yeah. <laughs> which I hate. Yeah. It was just very ill. Yeah. Uh, there are some fun scenes, like, when Joxer's talking about Tyrella going to the ball, and we get the dance scene with Joxer as Tyrella and Gabrielle as the princess. Yeah, because he turned it into a self-insert story about himself, as well as there being some titties. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just little Joxer things, you know? Yeah. I don't know why I like Joxer so much. Out of the three, he's probably my favorite, which is funny because he's really annoying. (laughs) I mean, he is kind of delightful. He is! But yeah, it ends really sweet. The little girl does come around to her godmother. Xena saves the day because there's some tyrants there, Mm -hmm. and Aphrodite learns her lesson and leaves the little girl alone. (laughs) And also at the end, the little girl hugs her stepmother, Mm -hmm. and her stepmother's just like, oh, what was that for? Because they just had a talk about how much she hated her. And she's just like, no reason. Adobo. They picked the perfect kid for this. They did. So cute! Baby, she probably would have been so much cuter without that wig. Oh, here we go. Gabrielle follows her spiritual journey to India, leading them down the rabbit hole and meet Aiden, the culty yoga master who finally shows Gabby what true peace is like. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. This guy is okay. This is straight up just like 
You know those weird yoga retreats that white women go on with the guy who's probably sleeping with all his students? It's the white yogi dude cult yeah. leader archetype, literally yeah. to a T. Yeah. It's... It took us a long time to figure it out because we were going back and <laughs> yeah. forth on whether or not the it, guy was actually was so bad. Weird. We couldn't tell whether it was just because of the way the character mm-hmm. was presented that we didn't like or if it was like actually like intentionally mm-hmm. like he was meant to be a villain. Yeah, because this whole thing is also like a callback to Illusia. They literally yeah. say, "Oh, this reminds us of Illusia." Because yeah. when they were hanging out in a cave to get away from weather, they literally fall down a hole into Oh, yeah, this that's why it says rabbit hole in here. Yeah. Because it's that's literally just what they yeah. did. They literally just, they step outside and they fall to a big long hole in the ground mm-hmm. into this beautiful magical garden where there's yeah. a tortoise and a rabbit. And they keep showing the same rabbit and tortoise uh-huh. over and over again. Yeah. Because I don't think they had any other animals to show us. And it's like, it's pretty, but also there's a lot of these like blue yoga statues all yeah. around. And Gabby ends up going under his tutelage. Xena is getting more paranoid as time goes on and also, starts devolving. Also, the moment they get down the rabbit hole, they find the groundskeeper, yeah. who's this absolutely unhinged yeah. dude who is like, he, he's dressed. How is he dressed? Does he's he like look a like- soldier. Yeah, he's, he's like a, a soldier, soldier, but I don't know if he actually like looked looked mm-hmm. like a soldier while he was there because he he'd been there for a while. Okay, just making sure I. Yeah. Sometimes I don't pay much attention to the costuming, and then I miss the intended character design a little mm-hmm. bit by, like, a mile. Anyway, he's also there, and he's just going about his business, being their guide, but also being a little unhinged. Mm-hmm. Just because. And, yeah, then they meet Aiden, and he's, yeah, he's, yeah. we've already described Aiden. Yeah. Like, if you just wind it back to that description, the guy you're picturing in your head is exactly Aiden. Mm-hmm. But he tutors that Gabby, and it gets to a point where, like, what, she's reaching true serenity. And, and peace. Yeah. And, and that's... become one with her trauma. <laughs> Let yes. it go. Let go yes. of her trauma and has yes. healed. At that same time that she's about to do her, like, final thing, Xena talks to this guy as they're both just going unhinged. And he reveals to her the fact that Aiden is feeding off of her good and is going to, like, suck it all out of her. And all those statues are his men. Yeah, and the only reason why he's not a statue, too, is because he's lost his mind. Mm -hmm. He's going crazy. And he can't calm down and be chill and have his goodness sucked away. Yeah. And so Xena goes, like, full banicula. Like, she looks like a demonic rabbit. She, she actually does. It's horrifying. It's, also, she she kills the rabbit that's in the yeah. scene. But, like, when she throws around her thingy, I forget what chakram. it's called. Yeah, when she throws around her chakram, it bounces off the tortoise in yeah. the scene several times. And it just bounces off his shell and he is completely fine. And then yeah. it just, it's... The end of its path is in the rabbit that they kept showing, which I yeah. think, like, literally, they had a bunch of birds, yep. but they only ever showed us the same rabbit and mm-hmm. tortoise to show us that there were animals in this garden. It was weird. <laughs> so weird. It absolutely felt like yeah. they could only afford one rabbit and one tortoise <laughs> in the budget. But basically, all this uh, leads to, like, that interaction 
and she tries to stop Gabby turning into a statue too, and it ends with her finally, like, attempting to kill the other feral person there, and that's what snaps Gabby out of it, and they're able to, like, drain Aiden of his power or something like that, Um, and break the illusion. I think she just stabs him. Yeah, I can't remember. She throws him on a sword, I think, Mm. and it, it kills him. Yeah. And it's revealed that they had been in the cave the whole time. It was all an illusion. It was all just a dream. Yeah. Except that the the guy is there and he's yeah. freed from the spell of madness mm-hmm. that kept him from becoming a statue too. Yeah. And he's like, I have a wife and kids. I can go home. And then he runs off. Yeah. Also, like, ripped his men. Yeah! Because <laughs> he straight up is just like, ah, they've been dead a long time. Yeah, because they don't shit. come back. They don't come back. He's just like, ah, mm-hmm. whatever. They've been statues for a long time. There was no saving them. Bye! Finally arriving in India, Gabby is thought to be a Devi, a healing deity, after saving a possessed woman from a botched illusion show. Oh, yeah. This is when we meet Eli. This is when we meet Eli. Which, here's the thing... I'm deeply confused because we're at the point in Xena where I was jumping around a lot more. Like, there's a lot of this, majority of these seasons, I do not remember watching as a kid. Mm. Uh, what I do remember watching as a kid, and I recently rewatched it, and it still holds up for me, is the premiere of season five, which is what I know Eli from. And here's the thing from that episode, I was led to believe that this guy is a Christian prophet. You'll understand when we get to that episode. But this episode is basically he's an illusion performer on the streets of India. Mm-hmm. and Doing magic tricks. Yeah. They do a trick where his assistant climbs up this uh, rope that's, like, suspended itself. And, like, body parts fall. From yeah. where she disappeared. Yeah. Um, and she then goes he, up, she climbs the yeah. rope up into the heavens, and mm-hmm. then a bunch of dismembered body parts show yeah. up instead. Yeah. And then he puts them all in a box, and is like, I can save her, but I need total silence. Mm-hmm. And then he opens a box, and she pops out, except she's possessed, like, yes. for real this time. Yeah. And a whole commotion happens, and all the audience really picks up on is that Gabby touched the woman... And the demon seemed to leave her. Mm-hmm. And so they think she's a Devi. Yes. And things like that keep what happening. And it's weird. Mm-hmm. And Eli's weird. And it's all just so weird. And they're all like, oh, when you came to town, horrible things started mm-hmm. happening in regards to Eli. Yeah. And then they start listing off of, a bunch yeah. of stuff. Yeah. And then one of those fanatics ends up, what, hanging himself, except he hung himself in a way that could have only been done by someone else. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, somebody killed this man. Yeah. Twist. Yeah. Twist. Xena puts it together. Gabby is possessed by a demon who had faced Rama, and they needed an exorcist to drive her out. And thus, they do it with Eli, because he's the Debbie. Yeah, he's the one with the actual powers, and... Because he pushed his possessed assistant into Gabby, mm-hmm. and accidentally drove it into her. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that... They end up exercising her, though. Mm-hmm. And... They get the demon out. Eli embraces who he is. Mm-hmm. And then he just goes around yeah. healing people yeah. from that point on. Like, yeah. he was 
a, like, actual, like, street magician. Mm -hmm. And then they completely scrap that whole part of his character once he decides, I'm gonna embrace it and I'm gonna go on a journey and heal all these people. He's very resistant to the Mm -hmm. idea of becoming a healer for, like, the first two episodes he's in, but then eventually, like, by the beginning of the third one, he's, like, completely embraced it at that point. Yeah. But, like, he's just like, no, guys, I'm not a healer. But then, like, every time they hand him a sickly dying child, the child is healed, and he's just like, no, but guys, you don't get it. I'm not a healer. I swear. Yeah. Xena and Gabby help Eli escape the King of Demons after taking on his role as an avatar. This is the one with the disclaimer. Yeah, but no, that's also the episode it's revealed that he is the avatar. That's Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, I was He's so, not just a Debbie, he's the Avatar. I was just so distracted by yeah. the fact that there was a disclaimer for this, and it, this one feels like they just straight up left behind the whole, oh, we're in a TV series, mm-hmm. and just made a whole, like, separate movie out of yeah. this one, the way that they did it. Yeah. Also, there's a monkey man in this that is mm-hmm. very, like, good. Like, yeah. the effects that they did... He kind of looks like a guy in a Yeti costume, but at the same time, it's like, I've seen monkey men done with practical effects mm-hmm. that look so creepy and gross, and yeah. this guy, he looked- He, he looks, looks okay. He looks okay. He looks he shaped looks like a friend. Yeah. I would not immediately recoil if I saw this creature yeah. in real life. But yeah, basically, it's- it's- It's uh, something. Yeah, so the King of Demons- kidnaps Eli and Gabby, Gabby being his uh, first disciple, and uh, they are tortured as Xena ends up having a face-to-face with Krishna. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. And that's how she discovers that actually she is on her path of, what, redemption. Her path is the path of war, the sword. Yeah. Yeah, because Gabby... Is the following the way of love. Xena is following the way of the warrior. Yeah. And Xena was very conflicted about this whole thing. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm leading Gabby down a dark path. Yeah. But then it's like, oh no, I actually am supposed to be doing this, actually. And Gabby's yeah. supposed to be doing her own thing completely separate from, like, my path. And yeah, all that and stuff. we find out when they go on a karmic journey together mm-hmm. that actually this is not their first life together and it will not be their last. Oh, yeah. In this episode, um, the King of Demons cuts oh, Xena's yeah. arms off, and it's oh, really yeah. gross. Yeah, yeah. Also- There's a lot of arm growing in this episode, There's a too. lot of arm growing. Luckily, we don't get to see Xena do it, but we do get to see the King of Demons do it with two pairs of arms, so yeah. that kind of makes up for it. Yeah. They give Xena four arms after she regrows her I think her she arms. had six, too. Uh, Abby goes back to Greece to find her lost scroll, only to get wrapped up in a producer scam. Oh, yeah, there's a full-on, um, like, Mel Brooks, the producer's scam going on. Yeah. Because some scam artists find Gabby's scroll, use it to get a bunch of money off some warlords, and then a whole thing... This entire episode, like, Xena left at the beginning, and then she comes back at the end to, like, save the day. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely kicks him ass. We get a lot of cameos from fan favorites. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we get an, I'm a thespian 
joke. Oh, yeah, because... Love wins. Um, that delightful woman, I can't remember her name. I can't remember her name um, either. She, she was, was in The Quill is Mightier. She's the woman who really wants to be Xena. Yeah. Um, she auditions for the play. She doesn't get the role of Xena, but she's still in it. And she <laughs> fights a lot with the chick who did get cast for the role yeah. of Xena. But by the end... They yeah, come to discover something about themselves that together, thanks to Gavi and Xena. They're thespians. <laughs> and then the next times we see them in the season, they're together. And it's... Oh, no, no, no. That no? wasn't the girl. That, that was Gavi's sister. I could have sworn that... No? That was Gavi's sister. Aw, lame. Yeah. I guess I must have missed that. Yeah. They both had long black hair. I'm bad at telling actors apart. Yeah. Again, maybe face blind. I don't know. Yeah. Stop diagnosing me with things you keep being right. <laughs> anyway. Goes back to Greece. Yeah, yeah. The fallout of Joxer's first kill is the return of Najara with her insistence that she's learned the way with Eli. Oh, yeah. I wish these had been two different episodes. Yeah. Because it did not make sense for them to be get together. So basically, they discover Najara uh, defending some priestesses who were being rounded up by this dude, this warlord. This big scary warlord. Joxer picks up his knife and turns around at the wrong time and the man runs onto the blade. Yeah, and then Joxer is riddled with the guilt of his first yeah. kill and has a whole mental breakdown about it. So they decide they're going to go uh, stop by this guy's son uh, and on the way to the take bad it. news. Yeah, on the way to taking Najara back to jail. As it turns out, the guy's <laughs> son doesn't know that his dad was a terrible person and an evil warlord. And, and he... He idolizes his dad and mm -hmm. thinks he's a hero. So when he finds out that his dad is dead, he's like, I'm going to kill the man who killed my father. Mm -hmm. And then Joxer is just sweating bullets for mm -hmm. the next... Because they travel together for, like, a while while yeah. they're taking Najara back to prison. Yeah. And, like, Najara being there just overshadows what this episode could have been. Because we get everything... Between uh, the sun and Joxer in, like, very few scenes. Yeah. And what scenes we do get are really compelling. And I want this episode to fo focus yeah, on Joxer just, like, more. get Najara out of the, the, the shot. Like, somebody also, get like, the long hook to pull her off the stage. Also, why does Gabby keep getting humbled? Why ha doesn't she learn? Because she's had multiple episodes throughout this whole season. Where One of she, which with this exact yeah, same person. yes. yes. Twice with Najara, and then with Aiden, where, right, like, Xena's like, hey, this seems off, this seems sketchy, and Gabby's like, what? No, you're being paranoid. Obviously, they've been healed and saved of all of their evil yeah. soul stuff. Because, no shock, Najara is the same as always. Wow, who would have thought? Yeah. And then the and voices tell Zena her to kill. kill. Yeah, and almost gets Xena killed. It's a whole thing. And just, oh my and then, god. Doesn't she get accidentally killed by the same knife the jocks are accidentally killed the warlord with? I don't remember. Yes, yes she yeah. does. Yeah. When she's fighting with Xena, she goes to stab Xena with the same knife that jocks And her, she gets stabbed. And she gets stabbed. Mm -hmm. Like, this knife, I swear to god, this thing is cursed. Oh my god. But everything's resolved. It's fine. Najara's dead. Oh no, she doesn't die. Mm -hmm. She She's like... Uh, She's, like, in hospital 
because the, oh. they did end up getting her into jail. <laughs> it ends with them leaving and she's being, like, tended to. Oh. Yeah. They definitely treated it like she died in that Kinda, scene. yeah. It looked like a scene where yeah. she died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, let's see here. This cord tasks Xena with discovering who killed a woman looking to collect a bounty on her head. Yeah, this yeah. is happening during um, Gabrielle's surprise birthday party. <laughs> surprise! Somebody died. Yeah. At your party. Okay, Before but, you even got here. Okay, but Bruce Campbell is in this episode again. Yes. Ugliest hair ever. Oh my god! Oh His my hair god. was fine before, and then they shaved it all off like the nasty military yeah. buzz cut my ex used to get when his hair got too long. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what happened to the floppy hair? What happened to the pretty boy Robin Hood He thing? deserves a pretty boy Robin Hood hair. He's a pretty boy Robin Hood. <sighs> yeah, but this episode, it's a whodunit, but I couldn't follow a single thing. It's so all over the place. It really is. But I love it, because here's the thing. The killer is Argo. The killer is Argo. The, the, the horse. Xena's horse was the killer. Is that this bounty hunter is known for trying to, for cutting the tendons of her, like, Mark's horses. And she tries to do it to Argo. And Argo kicks her ass. It's really funny that it was Argo, though, because yeah. Argo was just minding her own damn business. And, like, Argo has been proven deadly before. Yeah, like, <laughs> the horse is just as deadly as Xena, probably, because mm-hmm. it's Xena's horse. Yep. Okay, one thing that we didn't mention before is that Gabby cut her hair while they were yeah. in India. The first time she cuts it, I, I'm pretty sure that's a wig, and it is so ugly. It's the worst. It gives her, like, it, it makes her head, do- yeah. like, twice as tall yeah. as it was, and yeah. it looks wrong. But, like, as it goes on, I'm pretty sure she actually got a haircut, or they just got a much better wig. It, and it, it actually looks, looks cute. so nice Though it is so cute she does look like almost exactly like um Najara. Najara, though because yeah. like same short blonde haircut i know that's why i thought her hair was gonna get cut in the, one of the Najara. yeah episodes. like to make her look like Najara. yeah but, but no. like it was just a coincidence yeah they just gave the two blondes the same haircut yeah uh, abriel is queen of the amazons again after brutus kills Ephany. They must strategize to avenge her death and rescue the Amazons that were enslaved by Pompey. Oh, boy. There's... I don't even remember anything that happened in this episode. All I remember is there's a lot of fighting. Because, okay, this episode... Here's the thing. And a lot of Gabby trying to get them not to fight because that's her whole thing now. Yeah, she's following the way of love and peace. That has become, like, her only character trait for this entire season, and I hate it. It's... (sighs) This season is so boring. It really is. There's a reason why we shotgun this one, I think. The other ones we're taking our time on, but this Mm. one is like, I'm glad we got it over as fast as possible. Some of these, we were watching at 1.3 speed. We were watching them really fast. Yeah. Not only did some of them feel normal length. Yeah. But some of them felt long uh-huh. at 1.3 speed and yeah. i think this was one of them yeah this one was that the one felt that, like an hour it felt <laughs> i could not imagine oh trying God. to watch this at regular speed yeah. we'd go insane we'd start gnawing our own arms off like trying to follow everything that's going on is so hard because i there's a lot of new amazons there's a young amazon 
who's, like, part of this all and ends up, like, becoming mentored by Gabby and Xena. And at the end, like, she becomes yeah. a queen, I think. No, no. They give it to someone else. Really? Yeah. She chooses to go with them. Oh, Because like, okay. she doesn't quite fit in with that group of the Amazons oh. because her tribe got slaughtered, I'm pretty sure. I was checked out because this is this season has also been highly serialized. Yeah. And, like, I don't want to complain because they literally, I think they made a joke about that in the final, final episode. Yeah. About people complaining about it being serialized. But, like, it is boring. It, yeah. But also, season... I find Roman history so boring and there's so much Caesar. There is so much Caesar. I'm so glad I'm he gets, so fi- I'm so glad he finally gets stabbed and we don't have to deal with him anymore. Yeah. That was the only oh really good scene, yeah. other than the scenes between Joxer and the son of the guy he yeah. killed, which those were really good, too. Yeah, because listen, like, long story short, Gabby and Xena get crucified. Yeah. Um, and then Brutus realizes that Caesar's really lost it. And the Ides of March happens. He finally gets stabbed <laughs> while Zena and Gabby are getting crucified, which yeah, is really funny. That was satisfying. It the the whole like you too, Brutus. Oh my god! That little bit that, there. See, listen. That made Carl that Urban. scene. Carl Urban. This is the one scene where like I'm not checked out when he's Caesar because I find. Caesar so boring. Frat I much boys, prefer him as cu- Cupid. It's so nice seeing the frat boy Caesar finally get stabbed. Like, we knew it was oh, going to happen eventually. And that scene was just so intense as was. he's, like, doubled over holding his gun and just turns around and it's like, and you, Brutus. Yeah. Oh! That, oh. Uh, that scene and the Joxer scenes were the only good ones in this Congrats. season. It was that was chef's kiss. Fantastic. That's a spicy meatball. If someone I knew like was fully checked out, like no, I will never watch Xena. I'm like, okay, well you at least watch this and show them like it from them getting crucified to yeah. like the before they uh you know leave, as we'll talk about it in a yeah, sec. Yeah, that hmm, um hmm. that chunk like because that is just so. So well done. Why couldn't the rest of the season have been Uh, like that? That was so cinematic. And it was so good. It really was. (sighs) Yeah. But the very ending of this episode. The very ending. Xena, her soul manifests outside her body. And she guides Gabby's out of hers. And they're very angelic. And they fly away into the sky. The, the, the sky is yours, Lucy Lawless. She can just do that. She can just do that. <laughs> they didn't even have to put any ropes on her or anything. Yeah. She can just do that. What green screen? Yeah. <laughs> they use the green screen for Alty, not Lucy Lawless. But that's not the end of the season. It's not. They saved the clip show for the final episode. Yeah, just completely unprompted, like, oh, we just watched these guys get crucified and go to heaven. Oh, here's a clip show now. Oh, yeah, our favorite unhinged girl was in that last episode, too. Oh, Callisto yeah! came back! We totally forgot about we to talk about Callisto! Callisto! Callisto didn't go to oblivion, she went to hell. She went to hell. And she's being tormented, and her only opportunity to go out... Because it's heavily implied that Satan wants 
Caesar to become dictator and he doesn't want Xena to continue her path of the warrior because that's what's going to stop him. And so she keeps that, like, her only option to get out of this torment is to... Lead Xena off the path of the warrior. Yeah, and so she offers to take away all her, like, guilt and shame and everything that she thinks drives her and give her total peace to travel with Gabby and guaranteed survival. And and then she, like, fails, and Xena's Mm -hmm. just like, eh, I'll pass. And Kalista's just like... Yeah. She, they couldn't say f- but she said it in her soul. Yep. And it was really funny. Because, uh-huh. like, they they brought back the unhinged girl mm-hmm. boss. Her hair looks amazing. Her hair does look amazing. Another blonde chick with a new short haircut yeah. that makes her look really cute. And, like, it's so funny because they brought her back to pretend to be... Like, the same archetype as all these other people in this freaking season. The ones who've seen the path of Eli and have been saved and, oh, their hearts are pure and full of love now. Mm-hmm. She's got to pretend to be like that. And yeah. she does an okay job, but still, I just... Bleh, let her be crazy, please. Yep. She's... This character is at her best when she is deranged. Mm-hmm. Oh, and just wait! I can't wait to I can't wait to see her go ape shit again. I want to see her go ape shit, girl. Stop pretending to be normal. Just wait. And the fact that she was like spent this episode pretending to be normal mm-hmm. and being kind of bratty about it, but like that's it. Yeah. Like she was literally just a brat pretending yeah. to be normal, yeah. not absolutely deranged, unhinged, has lost her mind from the rage and mm-hmm. bloodlust. She had lost it more spending a week in a cavern. Yeah! Like, they put the girl in a cave and she went feral, but then she's, like, been in hell, and then she's just like, <laughs> okay, I guess I'll help. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. As if. Oh, But anyways, yeah. that clip show for the final episode... <sighs> What the hell? Oh my god. Why do they keep bringing in the hippie cult leader types? I, listen, okay, they keep ribbing televangelists too, but we'll get into that once we get into this episode. A woman in 1999 believes herself as a reincarnation of Xena and enlists a past life regression specialist who, the Mm. moment, okay, the past life regression specialist. Yes. Is the actor who plays Gabby. It's yeah. Gabby. It's Renee and, O'Connor. Yeah, she comes out, and the first thing I say is, oh, groovy. Because <laughs> she's just, okay, she's dressed like the hippie chick that yeah. was in that one Scooby Doo movie. Yeah. Like, she's dressed like the stereotypical 70s hippie mm-hmm. that you see on the picture of those Halloween costumes yep. at Spirit Halloween. Like, yeah. yeah. Also, I want those sunglasses she was yeah. wearing. Oh, yeah. And. Uh, Lucy Lawless plays the woman who believes she's uh, Xena. Of course. Yeah. And she is going there with her boyfriend, played by Ted Raimi, who plays Joxer. Yeah. And it's... Oh, I... It's a, it's a story. It certainly is a story. Um, Just, just jump ahead. Um, All of the hypnosis... Uh, sessions are used as the opportunity for clip shows even also, when it like, doesn't make sense that one guy is a guy who oh owns... yeah lord seltzer lord seltzer yeah he's here kind yeah, of yeah he plays the receptionist <laughs> yeah who plot twist uh after he 
uh, ties up the trio as they're realizing that, oh, sh all three of us are reincarnations of these people, but which are we? Um, he also sets up a bomb. He, he sets up a bomb. Yeah. Uh, then they realize that, okay, the woman who thinks she's Xena isn't Xena. She was Joxer. She was Joxer. And Joxer, <laughs> the guy, the- Ted Raimi. Ted Raimi. Yeah, Harry. Him. He's Xena. And Gabrielle is herself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he ends up uh, actually saving the day, and that's when- the receptionist comes back and is like, oh, great. It worked. And reveals himself to be Ares. Wow. And they battle. I think Joxer calls him out first. And yeah. it's just like, I know what you are. Because he wants to cause Y2K. <laughs> I miss that part. Yeah. Oh, He cringe. wants to cause Y2K. Joxer fights and it ends. And it also ends... Then with uh, Joxer reincarnated, breaking up with Harry. I think her name was like Anne. Yeah, it was like yeah. Anne or Amy or something. Yeah, I think it was Anne. Anne breaks up with Harry, who's Xena incarnate. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember what Gabby's reincarnated version uh, was named. But they end up, like, they keep being like, no, you guys are soulmates. And they end the episode with a kiss? Yes. How am I supposed to believe that anyone in this production did not realize how gay they made it? They made it Everyone so gay. Everyone says that it's kind like, of Like, I hear so many people talking about how, like, oh, they didn't realize how gay it was until after. They it's didn't like, know what the lesbians loved it. They but, put... But, they but, put Xena in the body of the guy involved in the straight kiss. That was Xena. Yeah. Like, they made it gay by, like, having it's the rest of the episode. It's gay by proxy. They made the rest of the show they, so much gayer. They by, literally found oh a way God. to make a straight kiss, like, blatantly gay. Oh, my God. I just... <sighs> we have two more seasons. Oh, my God, we do. But we're not shotgunning these ones because no. I want to see what actually happens. Mm -hmm. We got through this one as fast as possible because there yeah. was so much where we do, we're I'm... just like, I don't, we don't know enough to talk about this, but a lot of this feels yeah. very racially insensitive. Yeah. And it's like, hmm, there's just so many bad vibes. Yeah. And also it was so boring. There were like three redeeming scenes throughout this entire, yeah. the, the clip show was fun. Yeah. It was fun. It was a fun clip show. Next time on You Got to Know. It has been a long time since we last recorded, and since then, we have built Xena and Joxer in D&D. And we played them, and, oh and Joxer died. Poor Jolin. Rip to Jolin. Living up to his inspiration a little too much. Eventually in this show, we're gonna talk about how Joxer fucking died. Thank you for listening to You Got to Know. Be sure to share with your friends and family. Music by Kevin McLeod.